Stephanie Wolf with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. Allegations that state troopers are being ordered to push migrants trying to cross the Rio Grande back into the river have triggered a state investigation. The Texas Department of Public Safety confirmed yesterday that its inspector general is looking into the claims. A trooper reported that their superiors also ordered officers to deny migrants water and that razor wire deployed by troopers at the river was injuring people including a woman who miscarried while stuck in the wire and a teen boy who broke his leg trying to get around it. The trooper, who works as a medic, included the claims in an email sent to a sergeant on July 3rd. He wrote that he had witnessed the incidents while patrolling in Eagle Pass. The Houston Chronicle first reported the allegations, which the Texas Tribune verified after reviewing the trooper's email provided by DPS. A DPS spokesperson said there is no policy or directive that tells troopers to withhold water or push migrants back into the river. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters yesterday that if the allegations are true, the orders are unacceptable. Here she is courtesy of C-SPAN. It is abhorrent. It is despicable. uh, It is dangerous. Eagle Pass is the area where Governor Greg Abbott recently ordered the deployment of buoys as a floating barrier to dissuade migrants from crossing the Rio Grande. It's part of Abbott's aggressive border security initiative called Operation Lone Star. Mexico has also filed a diplomatic complaint against the buoys. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick received $3 million from a group campaigning against Ken Paxton's impeachment. Patrick is effectively acting as judge in the upcoming Senate trial for the suspended state attorney general. The latest campaign finance report shows that Patrick, who is not up for re-election till 2026, got a $1 million contribution and a $2 million loan from the Defend Texas Liberty PAC. This political action committee was his biggest benefactor during this post-session fundraising period, which partially overlapped with the Senate's deliberations over impeachment trial rules. Soon after the House impeached Paxton, the Defend Texas Liberty PAC sent out text messages to GOP voters. They asked voters to call their state senators and demand they, quote, end this witch hunt. Paxton reported $1.7 million in donations over the last 12 days of June. One of his big benefactors was far-right mega-donor Tim Dunn, who is also a primary funder of the Defend Texas Liberty PAC. West Texas gas operators released 300 tons of excess emissions into the air during June's scorching heat wave. That's according to more than a dozen reports filed by gas pipeline operators with the State Environment Agency, the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality. The reports show that last month's extreme heat caused compressor stations, which are key in keeping natural gas flowing through pipelines, to pull back or shut down. When this happens, pressure can build up and become dangerous. Operators will then release the methane, a potent greenhouse gas, through emergency valves and into the atmosphere. 
The heat-related releases last month were equivalent to the emissions of more than 5,000 cars in one year. Much of the emission releases were reported in rural counties. But experts say the effects of the pollution could be felt by the entire state. And others stress that the recent reports likely don't give the full picture because they are self-reported by operators. One optical gas thermographer with oil field watch told the Texas Tribune that she's recorded a number of large emission events in Texas that never show up in the TCEQ database. According to the EPA, oil and gas systems are the highest single source of methane emissions. And heat waves are likely to become more frequent due to climate change accelerated by greenhouse gas emissions from fossil fuels. We have a favor to ask. Would you go to texastribune.org slash brief survey to take a five-minute listener survey? This is the best way for Texas Tribune journalists to know what works and what doesn't for our podcast. The link, again, is texastribune.org slash brief survey. You'll also find the link in the show notes. We appreciate your feedback. Check for updates to any of the stories that you heard in today's episode at texastribune.org. And follow The Brief Podcast for daily news updates wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie Wolf with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. Today's brief is brought to you by Texas Alliance for Patient Access. Texas Alliance for Patient Access seeks to improve access to healthcare by supporting meaningful and sustainable medical liability reforms. And hear from Adam Kingzinger, Reno Kator, Katherine Clark, Aaron Franklin, and many others at the 2023 Texas Tribune Festival. That's happening September 21st to the 23rd in Austin. A hundred recently announced speakers join an already stellar lineup who will debate new ideas and take on big issues that matter to Texans and the nation. Learn more at texastribune.org.